Hello, and welcome to Chill Filthy (laughs) Nerds, because we're filthy. We are filthy as fuck, and we are nerds, and there are two of us. You are as Um, You guys, really quick, thank you for those of you who have uh, subscribed and left reviews and ratings since our last episode. We really appreciate you. We would love to And for those of you who haven't. Get the fuck on it. What the fuck is wrong with you? Come on, go leave a review saying how great we are. We're holding on by a thread here. Thread, a very, very thin thread, like a like a like a, a spider web thread. Yes, it's dire times. Uh, and thank you to our patrons who uh, are supporting us. They're normally in the live chat, but we are doing these ones on the fly, so this is an exceptional episode. But join our Patreon. You can be part of live episodes, watch alongs, other fun shit, and. With that being said, we are about to head into the finale episode of The Order of the Phoenix. But first, let's have a quick bitch. Quick bitch. Quick bitch. Cue the music that we don't have that's about a segment like this. <laughs> QB. I'm a QB. It's a QB with the cutie babies. Cutie baby, quick bitch. All right, let's just dive into it. Let's talk about it. Assisted suicide. <laughs> uh, well... I think it was really funny. On the last episode, we had a bitch about uh, Halloween. Oh, and we started talking about my mom. (laughs) How your mom uh, got out of a mental institution. And I I said one flew out of the cuckoo's nest. One flew out of the cuckoo's nest, which is funny because we wanted to talk about... For this episode, uh, nurses and assisted suicide. Yeah, and Nurse Ratchet. And skip ahead to about 10 minutes if you don't, if you haven't seen Nurse Ratchet. I don't know how spoiler it will get, but we may be towing a line. Uh... Yeah, no, I, I mean, we just want to talk about all of it because. Well, right now, my dad is sick and slowly dying from Parkinson's. He's in the end stages of Parkinson's. And it's the sort of thing where it's like, these are the worst. This is the worst part of Parkinson's. This is the worst it gets. Your, your uh, nervous system is completely shutting down. It's trash. This is the part of Parkinson's where you're like, oh, if you want to die, now is definitely the time. But you can't because you are unable to. So yeah. it's like there's. There's part of me that's like, well, this is when assisted suicide would be fucking great. Like, yeah, like for terminally ill, suffering people, it's just so hard to watch a loved one who, you know, I think a lot of us as like ourselves and have had loved ones express, hey, if it ever gets to X, Y, Z. Kill me. And you go, of course. But then you're like, well, I can't. Well, well I can't. There's but, nothing I can do. I'm not, I'm not legally allowed to kill. Like, I, I feel like. Kevorkian wasn't that bad. No, I don't think Kevorkian was a bad guy at all. And, you know, we've, Jessica Michelle and I have both been talking about this a lot. It's just like, we are so quick to fucking put our dogs down. I was just home in Michigan and one of my closest friends put her dog down because she was suffering from cancer. We will put a dog out of its fucking misery so it doesn't have to suffer. But a human? We'll just radiate you till you're like a shell of a life. But if you're not plugged into a cord keeping you alive you gotta fucking deal with it you just have to deal you have to go to hospice where where nurses just give you drugs so you don't feel pain until you slowly die yeah just so you can like feel okay just laying there which is like no quality of life and i think i just think it's insane that there's not some sort of humane you know uh compromise yeah Honestly, I I think, and a lot of people have have said it to me online. I think a lot of it has to do with money. Like 
because de- hospitals de- get money de- keeping de- you alive. Death is death is death is a quick way out. You don't get as much money when someone dies. Yeah, you got you got to get you to suffer. You yeah, get you we to need pay to those. tax you for the entire year that you yeah, were alive. Yeah, I just yeah, I know, and I mean like say what you want about modern medicine, and there's a lot of advancements being done. It's you can't argue that you know since the fucking 1300s there have been a lot of very positive changes in America. Medicine is a business. Yeah, absolutely. And it's capitalism first. It's not, it's the amount of doctors who are treating symptoms instead mm-hmm. of the root disease. Yeah, yeah. Because, by the way, not that they're not evil. It's like they were, they're taught. To That's treat what they're taught to do. Treat symptoms. the symptoms. It's uh-huh. like, oh, you have a rash, take this. You have this. And it's like, never mind the fact that these are all actually side effects of what's really going on in your body yeah. or whatever. So they're like, just take more drugs. Just as your fucking doctor's wearing like a Pfizer visor to yeah, work. Because yeah. yeah. they just went on a vacation that was paid for by Pfizer. He just goes away um, in his yacht called by Lexapro. By the way, every childhood vacation I went on was brought to you by Pfizer. Because you have a doctor parent. Yeah. Um, uh, and that was pre. That was when they re- there was that like was no when, rules. Yeah, there were no rules. The that was wild. The wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom took things. my mom took a family of four on vacation, paid for by Pfizer. What I think is fucked up, and this is 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 one of the things I think nurses, and this is where Nurse Ratchet comes in. Yeah. Um, I think nurses, seeing what the nurses have done for my father, I think nurses should make more than doctors. Yeah, doctors just come in and go. Oh, it's this, this, and this. Uh, so-and-so will be here to take your blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This person Someone will be else is executing you. what I say. Yeah, a doctor is just the person that points out what needs to be done. And a nurse, I feel like you're a nurse long enough, you probably go, oh, I know what this is. Yeah. And then there's this thing where like, I've heard this from people having various medical conditions or like with psychiatric stuff where it's like, oh, I'd love to help you, but a doctor has to sign off on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, And the doctor, I had a friend in a psych ward who was like, the doctor had to sign off on any meds and the doctor only came once a week. Just so you know, I want you to know, just so you know, I want you to know, Jesus Christ, I can't speak. This is now the second bitch in a row that you have said you knew someone in a psych ward. Yeah. Because I met a lot of people when I was in the psych ward. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's like, I mean, the fucking bullshit nurses have to put up with their I mean, literally wiping people's ass. Literally. Cleaning blood, vomit, who knows what. Bile. Uh, walls just and floors. Yeah, uh, it's the worst. And like busting their ass, working crazy hours. Yeah. Putting themselves. Don't get me wrong. Nurses make good money. Yeah. They fucking better. They better make more money is what I'm saying. They I'm need saying, to make- yeah, you're going to charge someone $2,000 for an ambulance ride. You better fucking pay nurses. Well, yeah. like that money needs to go somewhere. It yeah. mostly probably doesn't like relative to what people are being charged out the ass for a hospital visit. N- nurses are probably might as well be making minimum wage with the fucking. Yeah. I don't want to say that. I don't know nurses lives that well. Nurses make you can make a lot of money as a nurse, but not, not even close to what a doctor does. Yeah, but the idea that someone could go like, oh, so-and-so is a doctor, and someone would go, they're just a nurse. And it's like, just a nurse? Just a nurse. Oh, oh, I'll flip the fuck out. Oh, you mean they do fucking everything? Nurses are the fucking greatest people on earth. Nurses are angels. Angels. The nurses and ju- firefighters, period. Yeah. Straight to the fucking front of the line if heaven's a thing. Yeah, it's not, but it's, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's not. God is dead. But if there was, for sure, front of the line. And because it's like, not only do they have to put up with shit, and look, I haven't met every nurse. I'm not going to claim that this is the case for every nurse. We all saw fucking, well, not we all saw, whatever, Bubbles or whatever her fucking name is in Ratchet. What's her name? Oh. Bucket, Nurse Bucket, 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 who was Bucket. kind of a dipshit uh, and lacked a lot of patient uh, 
care yeah. skills. But on top of all the shit they have to do, the patients I've seen from nurses yeah. when I have had to interact with them for family members or even, you know, for my mm. own little shit is like, my God. I mean, cause I roll my eyes if the wind blows yeah, yeah. and these nurses just go, it's, you know, it's okay. And, and yeah, yeah. A, a totally normal angels. question. Fucking angels. I mean, I'm sure there's some awful nurses out there who I'm are sure. fucking cunts. Every job is going to have some yeah. fucking shitheads. But, but I like, love, but a nurse ratchet when she was like, you know, the idea of a nurse is to help patients to the best of your abilities. Yeah. Is to, uh, I mean, what do they call her? An angel of mercy. It's to alleviate suffering, alleviate suffering. And nurse ratchet, spoiler alert. She would like kill Full, patients. She fully alleviated suffering. Yeah. Well, and she got, she got started like in the fucking military. These guys that had their fucking limbs blown off and it's the thirties or forties or whatever. And they're yeah. fucking like severe pain. We don't even have the drugs we have now. And she's yeah, just no. fucking like, yes! yeah, that, I think that was world war one. And she was like, yeah, just just, we'll just take this up. Just out of your kill, kill this guy. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, why why make anyone suffer? Yeah, and it's like I don't at no point do I think a nurse or a doctor or anyone should take that decision into their own hands. No, we're not saying that. Unless you're saying, a dick and then fuck you, you should have been nicer. But like But we are saying But if you're literally in so much pain and you're looking at your life and you're going, I will never be out of this bed again, or I, I cannot live I will never be off this feeding tube, I will never be off this breathing tube, I will never be off these Whatever things. the end of and you go, I don't want to live like this. There should be some criteria that you're allowed to go. Hey, I'm done here. Yeah. Time to tap out. Also, even now that it's not being reevaluated when like hospitals are overcrowded, it's like we're still not letting people tap out. Okay. Let's break. We're going to take a break and we will be back with the three chapters that end the Order of the Phoenix. Nice. We're back and it is closing time for the Order of the Phoenix. We've got three closing chapters left. And this one, this is a fucking huge one. It's chapter 36. The only one he ever feared. Now, what are you thinking oh, when you hear, when you read that time. chapter uh, title? The only one he ever feared. Um, Dumbledore. This is Dumbledore's yeah. big time because um, the only one. Uh, or not, uh, yeah, the one we've heard this expression before. Yeah, that Voldemort, the only person he's ever been afraid of, is Dumbledore. And we, of course, just saw Dumbledore come back moments before. If you don't remember last episode when we mm -hmm. left off, Sirius had just fallen through that fucking archway and has mm -hmm. disappeared yep. and is uh, bye bye dead. Which he did. Uh, we start the episode, the episode, the chapter with Harry refusing to believe it. He's like. Nope. Sirius is just out of sight. Like he's trying to get through that archway. Like that's mm -hmm. what we're right back where we left off, obviously. So Lupin's like physically restraining Harry and is like, he cannot come back, Harry. He can't come back because he's, and he's like going to say he's dead mm -hmm. and like drags Harry away from the veil. And Neville tells Harry he's really sorry. And he's kind of confused because nobody knows. Yeah. Nobody knew that there was a connection. Yeah. So Neville's like, was that man, was Sirius Black like a friend of yours? He doesn't say it like that. He says it all fucking like, was that bad? Because his nose is still fucking bleeding everywhere. But Harry just nods. So that's, I'm sure all the like, I'm not all that. It would it be like Neville and Luna if she had seen it? But I think she's out. Everyone else kind of knows yeah. what's up. So I feel like they're probably like, eh, 
Because I feel like if yeah, you don't like, know the, the story about on. Sirius yeah, Black yeah. and you see Bellatrix and Sirius, you're like, yeah. wait a second. Those are two bad guys fighting. Why are they fighting? Who knows? But um, Bellatrix drops Kingsley Shacklebolt just fucking boom before she bolts out the door and Harry bolts after her. Like, he is intent on getting revenge for Sirius's death. Mm-hmm. And they... Uh, like he runs all the way out of the Department of Mysteries up the like up the elevator toward like the entryway of the Department of Ministry of Magic. Ministry of Magic. And they get to the front atrium where Harry is now crouched behind the statues from that uh, the fountain, the fountain of magical brethren. Mm-hmm. Much like I used to crouch on top of my toilet before I got my squatty potty. Yes. And how I still crouch sort of like Gollum because my squatty potty's in the mail. You guys were partnered with squatty potty on our social media. I know it's pretty epic. What we're getting at. Uh, use filthy 20 to get 20% off. At- so you don't have to crouch on top of your toilet like a commoner. Yeah. Don't be a slob. Don't be Jessica Michelle. Fuck you. Um... And then Bellatrix starts taunting him like, little Harry, like, aren't you going to come out? Oh, you sad. I hate her so much. She's the fucking worst. worst. And she's kind of like prowling around and then Harry jumps out. He tries to cast Crucio and it knocks her over, but it doesn't really work. And like, she just kind of fucking gets out of it. And then she gets up and makes fun of him because she's like, oh, you've never used an an unforgivable curse before, have you? Mm -hmm. And apparently the crux of these, and so maybe it's a good thing now looking back on last episode when we had said, why are they shooting stunning spells when people Mm -hmm. are throwing Avada Kedavra Mm -hmm. at them? Apparently, if you don't really mean an unforgivable curse, you don't throw it. It doesn't doesn't work. work. Like you have to want to cause someone pain. You have to enjoy it for them, which is like very interesting. Yeah. And so... How come we never learned that before? I mean, I don't know, because they haven't really... Who have they learned unforgivable curses from? Fake Moody? Like, and maybe because it's like, yeah, we don't need to tell you that because like, you're not ever going to need it. Or if you're going to need, if you're really going to need to use an unforgivable curse, a curse, which is illegal and literally unforgivable. We assume you really fucking mean it. Yeah, you really fucking mean it. You know, which it's like, why doesn't he mean it? But I guess he's just too good hearted. He's too good of a boy. Yeah. And so it becomes sort of like this trading spells, dodging one back and forth and blah, blah, blah. And Bellatrix is like demands that he hand over the prophecy. Um, And Harry feels like a surge of pain from his scar. Mm -hmm. Like as she says this and he realizes, oh, like Voldemort already knows that the prophecy is broken. Yeah. Uh, Like he can tell from the pain. Mm -hmm. So he tells Bellatrix that it's gone. It's destroyed. Yep. And Voldemort already knows and he's gonna be pissed yeah he's, he's like, like "Ooh, you in trouble Ooh. you fucking failed and bellatrix Ooh. is like that can't be true no and then she just starts begging out to voldemort wherever he may be just She's sort like, of sorry. like i tried please don't punish me master ah and like the pain in harry's scar is seething oh god you guys can't see this because we're not on camera, but Matt L. Moody just tried to committed dive so, off of the yeah, yeah, yeah. committed owl aside. <laughs> uh, assisted owl aside. Yeah. Bird aside. I don't know. Um, so Harry is getting, getting this severe surge of pain and he looks up and Voldemort is standing in the middle of the hall. Voldy Bonds. Yeah. Just fucking straight ahead. Wand pointed at Harry. And he just goes, I have nothing more to say to you, Potter. You have irked me too often for too long. Basically like, I'm sick of your shit. Goodbye. He goes, like, 
And he tries to Avada Kedavra. Avada Kedavra. So he didn't do a fucking long ass monologue like last time. At oh, least he learned God, his he lesson. His fuck, get to it. So he throws the spell and one of the statues from the fountain jumps in front of Harry and blocks the spell. And then poof, it blows up. But like it, you know, it cracks, cracks everything. But like, holy shit, the fountain just came yeah, to life. The fountain is, the fountain is real. Like, what the fuck? And then Voldemort realizes. It's Dumbledore. Yeah. He's like, Dumbledore. And then, yep. Out of sure nowhere. Enough, Here's Dumbledore, and he says, "It's fool. It was foolish to come here tonight, Tom." He uses his fucking student yeah. name. Uh, what a <laughs> nobody calls me Tom. Everybody refers to me as Lord. Shut up, Tom. <laughs> the Dark Lord. Shut the fuck up, Tom. So again, it's like a fucking cat and mouse. Voldemort's casting killing spells at Dumbledore, but he keeps missing him. Mm-hmm. And Voldemort's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Dumbledore is like, oh, I'm going to do so much worse than kill mm-hmm. you. Um, and to which Voldemort replies, there's nothing worse than death, Dumbledore. And Dumbledore's like, mm, see, see, that's Tom. your problem. Yeah. That's the kind of thinking that makes you weak Yeah, is that you believe there is nothing worse than death, which has gotten you in this entire predicament is yeah. some sort of quest for immortality. Um, and then it's just fucking like, he's bringing the statues to life. Fucking fires going. It's just like fucking Mayhem. crazy pandemonium, you know, spells going off left and right. They're dodging each other. And then Voldemort completely disappears and leaves just like a snake yeah. there. And then Bellatrix disappeared too, didn't she? Um, yeah, I believe at this point she's fucking. Yeah, I think he. I think he bounces and he brings her. He's like, I gotta dodge. Well, like at first he like disappears and there's a snake hanging in his place, and then he reappears standing in midair above Dumbledore, tries to shoot a killing curse mm-hmm. while his snake strikes at the same time. But bam, who comes in? Fox. Fox uh, uh, absorbs the blow. Yep. He deeps he deep throats the killing curse just like uh, oh, 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 and then is immediately reborn as a baby again. Dumbledore vanishes the snake and then he fucking takes water from the fountain and traps Voldemort inside it like a weird water cocoon like a fucking caterpillar trapped mm-hmm, in water. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just like a cage and Harry starts to go toward him but Dumbledore is like stay where you are and then another surge of pain. In Harry Scar. Harry Scar cramps he's getting a head cramp can we call it a head cramp a head cramp yeah and this is like the worst he's ever felt it like he is like i don't know he he feels like fucked up and then he feels like he's being twisted up with some creature it's like this out of body in his body experience Uh he didn't know like where he was and where this weird creature he's now being fused together with he's in severe pain but he can't seem to get out of this weird double binding like yeah to me it feels like a conjoined situation yeah. where they're kind of being fused together and then the creature speaks it, through Harry and he's just like kill me now Dumbledore if de- if death is nothing Dumbledore kill the boy kill the boy and then and Harry's literally like yeah yeah I want kill me this yeah. is this is bad this is the worst thing just kill me and then I'll be with Sirius which is like funny that after all this like look at him he still believes in heaven that's kind of fun cute um but then him even thinking of being with Sirius makes this creature mm-hmm. loosen loosen up on Harry. And uh, and then it's gone. And Voldemort's voice is gone. And then all of a sudden, the atrium's just full of people. And Cornelius Fudge, old fuckbag. That's right. He's there. And they all saw Voldemort before yeah, he fled. Yeah. So now everybody has that fucking proof, finally, that so Voldy Bones is back. You. And, uh even fudge saw him and it's like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Go fudge yourself. Yeah. Go truly fudge yourself. 
and then like fudge sees Dumbledore and then orders the auras to seize him. And like, what the fuck are you doing? Dumbledore just straight up gives him shit. He's like, no, bitch. He's like, I was no. right. You're wrong. Fuck you. Like the audacity of him to go uh, after Dumbledore. Uh, by the way, I bet the auras are probably like, yeah, I, I don't think no, Do no, we no, need to go not, no, it's, after him. It doesn't, it doesn't really work. It's not a thing. But it's like, okay, you just saw proof that what Dumbledore has been saying is right. And then you're going to try to double down. Yeah, fucking idiot. Just the fucking worst. And like Dumbledore has just. Dumbledore's like, the by situation. The way, yeah, Dumbledore's like, yeah, I've all the fucking death eaters I just handled. Go fucking pick them up. Yeah. He's like, I'll do what I did to them to everyone else in here. If you yeah. even try to fuck with me, go get them. They're in a nice Wait, where was Malfoy in all of this? Including Malfoy. There's yeah. all the death eaters. All the death eaters down there. Except for, nice. except for Bellatrix. That's who, it. The, yeah. Who got she's out She's the only death eater who got away with Voldemort. Who's at large or okay. at small. I don't know what Voldemort looks like right now. Mm-hmm. But he's just like, why don't you just go fucking do your job? Leave me alone. And then I'm going to get Harry back to to Hogwarts. I will explain everything that just went on, but I need to get him to safety. And here's what you're going to do. I love when he just tells him like, all right, stop talking. This is how it's going to be. Yeah. He lays down to Hogwarts. All right. You're going to fire Umbridge. You're going to stop harassing my teachers. And I'm going to give you one half hour of my time tonight. And that is it. He's like, I will give you a half hour for questions, not a fucking second more. Um, and any other questions you have, just shove you, them in yeah. your mouth and suck on them. Yeah. Or it's like, you can send an official, yeah, yeah, yeah. An official inquisitory request to, to the, the Hogwarts head, headmaster's headmaster. yeah, office. Me, me, I'm the headmaster. Yeah. Also go fuck yourself. Um, and Fudge is sort of, he's just like, well, oh, okay. All right. You get, uh, yep. And, uh, yeah, that's that. Dumbledore takes Harry back to Hogwarts using a port key. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, does, but he doesn't he port key. Does he go with all the kids too? Or how do the kids get back there? I don't know. Harry goes on his own. I know that. <sighs> Harry really gets royal treatment. I love it. Yeah, he gets Harry. Uh, he gets Harry back to Hogwarts. We know that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then he's going to have his half hour chat with, with Fudgy. With Fudge. And we are going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. But this shit's fucking rolling. We'll see you soon. We are back. Chapter 37, The Lost Prophecy. I don't know what this title means, but here we go. I mean, I I know, but the prophecy's lost, but I don't know where it's going to head. Oh, like what? Okay. I was like, like, we know it's gone. We know the prophecy's gone. That was pretty obvious. I don't know. I don't know what is going to happen now. All I know is we're going to get a lot of information because we're going to Dumbledore's office. Absolutely. Dumbledore's office is a known place for information consumption. Yes. So that is where Harry has been port key back to. He's just in there empty. He's so fucked up because he's convinced Sirius is dead because of him. Yeah. Because you know, Oh, I had to go and try to save him. If I hadn't done this, none of this would have happened. Fuck this. And he's like, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm out. Like I should have never involved this. He blames himself because he's like, you know, I, I knew I was being duped by fucking Voldemort. Um, he was infiltrating my thoughts, blah, blah, blah. I should have listened. Just a very, very bargaining stage of grief. And then the Phineas Nigellus's portrait is in Voldemort's office and like just shows up to kind of like sass him a little bit. And yeah. be a, because we know this guy's that guy's kind of a dick. We know that. Yeah. Um, and Harry doesn't have the heart to tell him like what happened with his great great grandson. Sirius is dead. is dead, which is like, would he care? Maybe because it's like the I think it's the end of his line. Yeah. Like, but um, whatever. Dumbledore shows up and he's like, listen, nobody was seriously injured. Everyone's OK. Your whole crew. We're great. Um, 
and, you know, Dumbledore knows that Harry's like fucking giving it to himself really hard. And he's like, you know, don't feel shame right now. Um, it, the fact that you feel this bad is your greatest strength. Yeah. It's like, it means that you care, which yeah. I feel like is an, an interesting, is a good lesson for life. But for anyone who's ever been in the pain of grieving a loss like that, mm-hmm. you're like, great. That doesn't make me feel like even like a teeny bit better. Yeah. That's the hardest part about grief is that it's like, I never know what to say to anyone. Cause it's like, I know when I think of like my grief, I'm like, yeah, nothing you say is going to make me feel yeah, better no, right now. No, it's like people, it's like when, when you're telling people, you know, everything sucks right now, I'm in this bad place. And everyone's like, you know, everyone else is going through it. And it's like, I don't, that doesn't make me feel better. Yeah. You see, that's why I don't talk to people about it. Yeah. But people call that internalizing and they say it's mm-hmm. unhealthy. Um, well, fuck that. Because I'm like, yeah, I, I could tell you, but you're just going to go, oh, I'm sorry. And I'll go, great. This is, I don't feel, anyways, I, it doesn't But I matter. love the way Harry handled this. He just starts freaking out and breaking shit. Yeah. He's like full blown tantrum. He like loses his shit. Fuck, like literally fucking up the office like breaking shit throwing shit whatever and then Dumbledore's like yo bro it is my fault Sirius Black is dead he yeah he's like I've made a lot of mistakes the blame is on me like this is you, this is not your fault I I should have handled this better this moment was a touching moment for me when Phineas Nigellus learns that um Sirius Black is dead and he's like uh what and he like goes and looks yeah, for him because he that like, was like a tender moment he's like wait a second and he's like I I don't believe this. And, and so then, then finally we get one more major monologue. Yeah. Cause Dumbledore is like, let me tell you why it's my fault. I also love Dumbledore monologuing as opposed to Voldemort. When Dumbledore I could read a book of Dumbledore's yeah, yeah, model. Absolutely. For sure. So he explains, uh, he explains that he knew the prophecy. What was said in the prophecy is that Voldemort and Harry were always connected. Yes. Like he knew about this connection this entire time. Um, and after, the Weasley thing, Mr. Weasley being attacked and he Harry was like, seeing it. He was, he was like, oh, it's definitely there. It's a, it's a full thing. Yeah. I and he was it like, Harry's D- Voldemort is going to try to possess Harry this way. That's why he'd been so adamant about not the being occlumency. around him, not being around him and the occlumency. He also, that's why he had Professor Snape train him because he felt like it would be too tempting for Voldemort possess, to possess Harry. Yeah. If Dumbledore did it himself. Like yeah. he, he thought that that would somehow, it would be very vulnerable because yeah. if Harry got possessed in front of Dumbledore, who knows? You know yeah. what I mean? And he knew the dreams that Harry was having. Yeah, that he knew that Dumbledore was going to try to use Harry. Like, he was putting the facts together. The Department of Mysteries, whatever. He's going to use Harry to get to this. you know what you just said? You just said oh, Dumbledore no. would try to use Harry? <laughs> Look what you've you done to me! bitch! You did this! Never again! You've ruined Never again this entire you? series. No. Look what you've done to me! Oh, I love it. I can't um, go on. You look like a redheaded Bellatrix Lestrange when you just laughed at me. Mm-hmm. Fucking evil witch. Um, so, so Dumbledore realized that Voldemort was going to try to use him. Yeah. Did you say it? No, I guess you no, didn't. No, I didn't. I said it So right. he was like, okay, here's what's up. And then that's why he's like, we got to double up the occlumency. And then Harry's like, you know what? I'm sorry. I didn't practice that much. Yeah. I mean, Hermione was he's on like, my head. I done it. I wouldn't have fallen for, you know, what was going on, you know, because Voldemort threw up that image of Sirius Black being tortured and he knew that that was going to get him to come out of the place. Yeah, like he knew. And it, and if Harry had been more diligent instead of going, well, I kind of want to see it, whatever. But then like Hermione had also been, you know, she'd been the one that's like, well, let's check Grimald Place to see if Sirius is really not there, yeah. which I think was a good. Yeah. 
point and, and creature had said Sirius was gone but Dumbledore confirms creature lied was, yeah creature lied he, he was still there yeah ever since that time when Sirius told creature to get out like mm-hmm. fucking get yeah. out of the room creature had took that co- command literally and was visiting Bellatrix Lestrange on the DL Mm-hmm. He's only other living master in the black yeah. family. So he's been fucking going over the dark side, mm-hmm. but Sirius hadn't been gone. It was like a fucking trap, you yeah. know, and creature fed into it. Yep. He was, Sirius was upstairs with Buckbeak. Yeah. Um, whom who creature, creature by the way, injured, yeah. had in, yeah, injured. And Harry's just like, Oh fuck creature. I mean, I think it's so funny. It does. I can't remember if Hermione finds out about what creature did, but I don't remember, but it's, I do right now discussing this. I wonder what her thoughts would yeah, be. If she I wonder would what go, her thoughts would be. He's a victim of his own. It's like, no, sometimes to circle back to the beginning, sometimes you have to put down animals. Because, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then, and then Dumbledore at some point is like, you know, it's kind of Sirius's fault that creature's a piece of shit. Like he wasn't great to creature. Yeah. It's like, it is a lesson in that, like, maybe fucking be nice to people and they won't turn your back on you. Yeah, be nice to your slaves. Yeah, and then fucking, of course, Harry's not hearing that shit. He's like, are you out of your fucking mind? Rages yeah. on Dumbledore. Um, and and Harry's like, well, fucking, what about Snape? You know what I mean? He just, like, loses his shit. Why, isn't, why aren't you pissed at him? He quit giving occlumency lessons. And then he, he kept mocking Sirius for not leaving the house because that's what he did have this whole thing of like, oh, you know, oh, it must be, ta- you know, you're really helping out everyone trapped in this house. And then he's like, I told Snape what was going on. I gave him a message and he did nothing. And, it, and then he finds out that Snape did respond um, as soon as he got away from Unbridge and told the order. Yeah. So according to that's why the order showed up. That's why the order ultimately showed up at the Ministry of Magic because Snape had left when as soon as he got out of Umbridge's office, alerted the order to what was going on. And they're like, oh, shit, Harry's going to go there. But Snape is so good at playing this fucking double agent bullshit. Harry was just like, oh, you're going to fucking ignore me. And now on that question, how are you still feeling about Snape? Eventually goes to the dark side. I still think he eventually goes to the dark side. I just don't know when I wanted to do a, I wanted to do a temperature check on that. Good to know. And Dumbledore goes, you know, I trust Snape, but you know, I forgot that some wounds run too deep for you. So he's going, he's like, listen, your father was a fucking dick to him and that some people can't get over that shit. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I would be able to get over it. I thought most people get over it, but like some people are too hurt and I should have considered that, which, so he's admitting that uh, that was wrong of me. Yeah. And Dumbledore admits, you know, that Sirius wasn't cruel and that creature was kind of this special case. Because he reminded Sirius of his family and Sirius hated his family. family. So it's so like, what do you want to like do? It's like, we get it. It's like, you know, Harry, and I feel like Harry could relate to that because Harry hates his family. And then fucking Harry keeps going on. He rages at Dumbledore about Sirius being locked up. Like Harry, Harry's locked up with the Dursleys. Like he thinks of that. And he's like, you fucking made him stay there like a goddamn animal. Like you had to, you fucking kept keeping me at privet drive bullshit and Dumbledore is just like devastated you know what I mean Dumbledore feels really bad um he mentions about um uh Aunt Petunia and then Dumbledore mentions about Aunt Petunia oh Dumbledore explains about the ancient magic that protects Harry oh um, why he keeps him at the Dursley's why house. yeah why he keeps them with Aunt Petunia because the blood connection that will protect him because so, he knew that if he left it, Dumbledore was going to leave him there as a baby 
he knew that that's where he would be safe because Dumbledore knew Voldemort was going to return. Yeah. So he's like, because of whatever either purposeful or accidental magic his mother cast when yeah. she protected yeah. him, uh, it ex- apparently extends to blood family members. Yeah. Um, he said, while you can still call home the place where your mother's blood dwells there, you cannot be touched or harmed by Voldemort. He shed her blood, but it lives on in you. And her sister. So that's when he realizes, oh, the howler that came when he was trying to leave. Yeah. Privet Drive for Aunt Petunia that said, remember my last. Um, It was from Aunt Petunia to keep Harry. The, it was from Dumbledore. It was from Dumbledore. Being like, you got to fucking yeah. keep him here. And then Dumbledore's like going through the cycle of, so he's like, okay, at the, at the end of the first year when Dumb- like Voldemort attacked me. He should have told him then, but he couldn't because it was like a fucking 11 year old yeah, kid. He goes, why didn't, why didn't you tell me about this connection? Then he's like, well, you were 11. It's kind and of, like he's like, ongoing- well, what about the second year? What about my second year? year? And, and the third year and the fourth year. And then, uh, he, he, so it's the same thing. Oh, he's just like, you were just so young. And then even in the fourth year, so Harry was like 14 at that point. He watched Cedric die. It was not just some fucking little kid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and Dumbledore's like, okay, listen, here's the truth. Voldemort tried to kill you as a baby because he had heard, overheard part of the prophecy. Part of the prophecy. Not the whole thing, part about Harry and decided, I'm just going to take him out. Yeah, I'm not going to fucking let the rest of this happen. I'll just kill him then. But he didn't know the whole prophecy or else he would have known his first attempt to kill Harry would fail. Yeah. So it's like, he had he fucking, I mean, this is a lesson for all of us. Get the fucking whole story. For fuck's sake. Yeah. People hear one thing and they haul off. It's like, this is classic, by the way, headline news reaction where you go, oh my God, the fucking world's (laughs) on fire. And it's like, no, there was a small fire in a kitchen. (laughs) They're like, fire kills millions of small cells as it burns over a stove. Like, (laughs) so Harry's, (laughs) I mean, so Harry's like, okay, well, we smashed it. So that means it's gone, gone, right? And and Dumbledore's like, nah, because I was there when the prophecy was made. So it's full. Of course he was there when the prophecy was made. Yeah, so... Dumbledore knows exactly what the prophecy was because Harry's like, oh, I guess we're fucked. Um, but because Dumbledore, this is this was great. Yeah, he had gone to the Hogshead Inn, which we know being the seedy inn that's in mm-hmm. Hogsmeade where they all had their fucking failed meeting uh, to interview an applicant for the divination teacher, Sybil Trelawney. That's right. Dumbledore didn't see a trace of the gift in Trelawney. So he thanked her and he was like, have a good day, whatever. And then she did the fucking thing. Voice thing. That we saw that her was, do. And this was the prophecy. She said. The one with the, uh, you do it in your Sybil, the Sybil Trelawney voice. You I was like, come one. on, give it some oomph. Do you want me yeah, to do it? Yeah, do it. Do your oomph. The one with the power to vanquish the Dark Lord approaches. Born to those who have thrice defied him. Born as the seventh month dies. And the Dark Lord will mark him as an equal. But he will have the power the Dark Lord knows not. And either must die at the hand of the other. For neither can live while the other survives. The one with the power to vanquish the Dark Lord will be born as the seventh month dies. (laughs) All right, anyway, then, Professor Dumbledore, I suppose I'll be on my way. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, what happened? I blacked out. So that was the one prophecy where he's like, oh, hang on. You can have a job. Okay. So, and there were two boys who were born in July, Harry and Neville. Um, There were two boys born in July of that year whose parents, whose parents, this was important. The parents had to have defied Voldemort Voldemort three three times. times. So it was both of them. Yeah. So it's kind of like, who knows? But 
apparently Voldemort sealed the deal by going after Harry. Yeah. So he made the choice that it would be Harry when he decided to attack the Potters. Yeah. So it very well could have been Neville. So Voldemort, Voldemort basically made Harry his equal. Yeah. Like that it's, it's not that he was his equal before that, that choice that he made right there made him his equal, which is crazy. When you look at how truly terrible, Neville is it being alive. Oh, that my he could have been that could have been that atrocity. Voldemort's equal. Imagine he has the power of Voldemort, but he's just, just as a, clumsy. Oh, no. But, but do you think he would have like, I don't know, sharpened up a bit? Like, do you think the power that he got from Voldemort would have made him a little bit better at what he does? Maybe. My real question is, would Harry still be a pretty fucking great wizard and Neville would be amazing? And then, or would, or like, would never, would Harry be like a below average wizard? We'll never yeah, know. We'll never know. But since, you know, since he went after Harry, a half muggle, just like Voldemort, mm-hmm. he kind of sealed the deal. So the wizard who had told Voldemort about the prophecy only heard the beginning, which was that he was being going to be born in July and had thrice to find him. Voldemort didn't and doesn't know that Harry would have power the Dark Lord knows not. Uh, and Harry's like, what are you talking I don't have any fucking power. Yeah. I have no special power. And Dumbledore is like, no, no, no. That is, is your heart that saved you tonight. It's your heart. Yeah, that like, when he thought about being with Sirius, it shook off Voldemort's possession. So like, literally, Harry has a power that when he like... Thinks happy, beautiful thoughts about love and connection. literally can defy the yeah. most evil magic in the mm-hmm. world, which is beautiful and fucking crazy. And then Harry's like, okay, so the prophecy, he's like, neither can live while the other survives. survives. So that means one of us, uh, one of us has to kill the other. And Dumbledore's like, yep, that's yeah, it. That's why I probably waited a while to tell you. And there's like a super awkward silence. And then Dumbledore's like, I feel I owe you another explanation. Harry, you may perhaps have wondered why I never chose you as a prefect. By the way, when he said that, I was like, yeah, why? Yeah, why? Let us know. I must confess that I rather thought you had enough responsibility to be going on with. Which is a relief. And it's also like, never tell Ron that he actually is fucking still a loser. You're still a loser, Ron. Um, and then Dumbledore sheds a single tear into his beard. beard. And that is where chapter 37 ends. And we roll into the final chapter. The final chapter of literally one of the greatest books I've ever experienced. Is this your favorite book so far? For sure. No question about it. Wow. No question question about it. Order the Phoenix takes the cake for you so far. I say Order the Phoenix. It goes four. uh, That was five. I mean, book five, four, three, two, one. That's the order that I like them in. That makes sense. Five, four, three, two, one. They do seem to get better and better according to a lot of people. And then this chapter 38, the second war begins. That's pretty pretty telling. Yeah, I mean, it's it's on. It's on like Donkey Kong. Yeah, I mean, so what are you thinking? The next two books are just going to be fucking all-out war? Yeah. It's getting cray. Interesting. Okay, so the Daily Prophet does a full about face on Harry and Dumbledore. Finally. Yeah, Fudge is quoted saying, Lord Thingy is back and, has lost contr- and he's lost control of the Dementor. So he, m- he admits... He refuses to say Voldemort's name. The fucking leader of the wizarding world in Britain refuses to say a name. And then he's like, oh yeah, another Lord thingy. The 
and he admits that they've lost control of the Dementors, which like, how long has it been? Also, fucking, okay, so people are going to Azkaban. Who's guarding them? What do you mm-hmm. fucking have security guards? Is Paul Blart watching Azkaban? Okay, so now I always love, I always love the final chapter it's, because we know the gang's all getting back together. Yeah, usually in the hospital wing, mm-hmm. it seems. Yep, yep. Uh, Madame Pomfrey's helping somebody get their shit together. Yeah, so Harry... Hermione, Ron, Luna, Ginny, and Neville, all in the hospital wing, making a full recovery. Um, Ginny tells them that Professor Flitwick got rid of Fred and George's swamp because Hilarious. You got that a few never, episodes that, ago, yeah. they've created an entire swamp, which God bless them. You know what I mean? What, and what a spell. What a spell. Yeah. But apparently he left a little part of it roped off as a monument because it was it a was, great spell. It's such a great spell. Umbridge is also lying a few beds down in the hospital wing after Dumbledore himself marched in the forest and saved her. Yeah. I mean, and she's, having some serious PTSD, which uh, I hope, I hope she goes crazy. I mean, yeah, fuck you. She's like fully got the shakes. She's traumatized. She's been fully traumatized and the kids are fucking with her too. They're like, Um, Oh, don't watch out. Good news. Good news. Trelawney is coming back to teach divination. Yes. She's going to be sharing with friends, which is good because we need somebody who actually knows what they're doing. Yeah. Who doesn't like once every 15 years get a prophecy. Not to mention he friends can't go back to the woods yeah, because he's, he's uh, been, he's, uh, he's been centaur blocked. He's exiled. He is. Banned. I said it right. By the way, did you hear that? Centaur I did. You blocked? did say centaur mm-hmm. blocked. Look at you. I know. Learning growing. and growing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Harry hasn't really filled anyone in on the prophecy yet. So nobody knows that either he or Voldemort has to die. Yeah. He's kind of like, keeping. he's that. like, that'll be a real fucking bummer for everybody. So he's like, I got to keep that one a little close to my chest for now. Um, he runs into Draco Malfoy, who's absolutely pissed that his father is in yeah. Azkaban. Which I'm just like, bro. Dude, your father's a loser. You're a lo- And you're a loser. When are you going to fucking get with the fucking program? Yeah, stop fucking siding with losers. Also, like one of your classmates through your big daddy wizard got him in Azkaban. Like, when are you going to realize Harry's better than your you and your father? Yeah, this is the equivalent of your classmate beating up your dad yeah not even my dad could beat up your dad i could Could beat beat up up your your dad dad. your dad is a bitch harry dropped a dick on papa yeah and then draco points out what i pointed out earlier in that uh at the beginning of this chapter breakdown he's like you're gonna pay for it i mean with no dementors azkaban is gonna be super easy to escape and the death eaters escaped with dementors so good luck so it's like i'm in the midst of all of this draco is just openly like leaning into being on the dark side. That's yeah, what's yeah. crazy. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, I, I just can't see how that's going to play out in school next year, but we'll figure it out. I mean, fuck, he's going to have to fucking, I don't know. He's going to have to fucking at least mm-hmm. tone it down a little. He's definitely going to have to fucking tone it Shut down. Shut the fuck up. Like what do you, it's like, can you keep a fucking secret? Jesus. So they're going back and forth. Snape comes over to stop them fighting, tries to take points from Gryffindor, but there are none left because the Inquisitorial <laughs> squad took them all. But Professor McGonagall is back. She to the rescue. Full recovery. She's on a cane, but she's out of St. Mungo's, basically back to normal. And she awards 50 points apiece to Harry and his friends for alerting the world to the return of you-know-who. Which, I mean, honestly, sh- way more points deserved than that. I but mean, whatever. yeah, but it catches them back up to where they should be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, fuck yes, McGonagall. Thank God she's alive. She's so old. And then Harry goes to see Hagrid. Um, Who's been hiding in a cave in the mountains. Yeah. So Hagrid. Yeah, but he's back now. Um, Hagrid assures Harry that Sirius would have wanted to die like that in battle. Yeah, he's like he would. He's a noble warrior. Yeah, the thing is, is like he didn't want to die sitting at home house, in fucking Grimwald place, rotting away. But like Harry, just like he's not ready to take reassurances, yeah. and he he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to talk about. It, so he kind of is like yeah, okay. he's like all right enough. He just leaves to go like be with his own thoughts for a little while. So he walks over by the lake. 
Hermione and Ron are released from the hospital wing three days before the end of term. Umbridge tries to sneak out of Hogwarts unnoticed, but Peeves chases her from the premises, whacking her with a walking stick and a sock full of chalk, which is very much how my brothers used to beat each other up. By each other, I mean me as well. Not chalk. We did sock full of socks, which sounds like it would full of socks? No, that hurts. It sounds like it would be painful. Oh, it definitely hurts. The toys upstairs we have for the dogs are socks wrapped in socks. Yeah, but I'm talking like a long gym sock filled with balls of socks and momentum. Wrapped up and just fucking like, yeah, like a lasso that you just just fucking just knock your little ass out. Like that's what cops should have instead of guns. Yeah, socks. So they're all packing, getting ready to go. He, oh, as Harry's packing in the bottom of his case, he finds the, the package that Sirius had given that, him. Yeah. It, yeah. Sirius had given like, him a package at Easter and he had been like a fucking bitch about it. And he's just threw it in there. Yeah. He's being a baby. But had he opened it, he would have found that there was a two-way mirror where he could have communicated with Sirius whenever he wanted. Yeah. It was just like, use this whenever you want to talk to me. Yeah. And Harry tries to use the mirror to see if he can get touch with Sirius now. But like. You can't. You fucked up, Harry. You missed it. So like that. I feel like that in all of the series, that has so far been Harry's biggest mistake. Not opening that gift. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause he could have at any time. I mean, that's going to fuck with him even more. With yeah. This like guilt. Yeah. Cause he's going to go, if I had just opened, if I hadn't this, been such an emo bitch, I could yeah, have literally yeah. checked on him. Cause I was a moody little cunt. I ruined this. Now, are you listening? 15 year olds being a moody little cunt ruins things. So he went to find nearly had this Nick. He's, he's like, like, yo, can Sirius be a ghost? Yeah. And Nick says Sirius, unlike himself, was far too brave uh, to be afraid of what comes after death. So basically what happened is like, you have to choose to become a, a ghost before you die. And it's yeah. for people who are like afraid of what happens after yeah. death. It's like, it's fear based. And he's like, yeah. there's no way he's too yeah. brave. He's moved on to whatever moving yeah. on is. And then Harry runs into Luna and she's going around collecting all her so possessions because apparently everyone just steals her possessions because they bully her and she's just like laissez-faire about it. And she's like, you know, they always come back. It's fine. And he, um, remembering that she can also see the Thestrals, he's like, Hey, by the way, like who have you seen die? And apparently, um, it was her mother, mm-hmm. but Luna's just like, oh, it's, it's fine that, you know, she's just like, it's okay. It's not as though I'll never see mom again. Is it? So she's just very like, mm-hmm. I'll see her eventually, which is kind of refreshing, I think. And Luna's like, uh, by the way, I heard that. You, I know that you heard the voices too. She's like, that's, they're just out of sight, not gone. So she's yeah. like, those are, there's another side to yeah. whatever this is. And it makes Harry feel like a lit, a notch a better. Bit better. You know what I mean? So they get on the Hogwarts Express. I love Hogwarts Express. So great. Uh, Malfoy, Crabbe, and Goyle try to ambush Harry in the hallway, but mm-hmm. then they run into a full compartment of DA members who spelled the fuck out of them. Oh, Just like, I love stun, it. Stun, boom, boom. It's like, don't fuck with Harry Potter. Like, I, I mean, to go back to what you're saying, like, he he fucked up your dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, get it. And also, Crabbe and Goyle. Like, you guys are stupid. You're an idiot. You have not done anything right. Ever. Ever. You have no track record. Like, also, like, your dads, your dads aren't even, like, suave, sexy dads, like Lucius Malfoy. No. Like, Lucius Malfoy is a sexy motherfucker. Your, your dads are, like, followers of a follower. They're it's, crabs and goyles. They're bums. They're bums, as my whole mom's family would say. And John Mulaney. The bums. Oh, my God. Is that a, it must be a New York thing. Yeah. Um, so, Harry and Ron are playing wizard chess while Hermione reads out bits of the Daily Prophet. Um, and she's like, okay... 
like clearly there's a war on its way. Yeah. War is imminent. It's it's all happening. Ron sees Cho walking past with her friend Marietta. The uh, Marietta that cunt. Yeah, and Harry's like, fuck her. And he's like, I don't give a fuck about her because Ron's like, oh, there's nothing there anymore. And Hermione's like, no, Cho is dating Michael Corner. Who, who used to date Ginny. Ginny, but Ginny fucking dumped him and Ron's glad about that until Ginny asks if Ron thinks Dean Thomas is better. Uh oh. And he's like, what the fuck? Because as Stop we know. Stop dating my friends, you hussy. Well, Michael Corner wasn't her friend. Dean Thomas is his age, mm. not her age. And fucking, he's got a big black dick. Let's face it. Mm. So take that. I like that she doesn't waste any time. She's like, next. Thank you. Next. She's the Ariana Grande of the Hogwarts community, but cooler. I think. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Ginny. Really? She's fine. I like her. She's chill. Okay. They get to the station. Oh, I love this part so fucking much. This part. Oh, so they get to the station and when they walk out of the platform, who should be there? The order. Yeah. The rest. Well, of the rem- Moody the- and Tonks and Lupin. Moody, Moody Tonks, Lupin. The which- Weasleys, Mr. and Mrs. Weasley, but also Fred and George. Yeah. Are there. But the the Lupin and Tonks and Mad Eye Moody showing up for me is like, I mean that's like his last, like that was Sirius's crew. Yeah, and it's like these are this is like his family now, like his real family. These guys. Yeah, and they're there for them, and they also pulled the nurses aside to have a quick little, little chat, chitty chat, and they're yeah. like, <laughs> they're basically just like, don't fuck with Harry, or we will. Come back and fuck you up. Yeah. And of course, Ambitunia's like, oh, dear. you know, like just scared out of her mind. But it's like, OK. And Lupin tells Harry to keep in touch. Oh, and I love that uh, Mr. Dursley was like, are you threatening me? And they're like, yes. They're like, yeah, that's what a fucking yeah. Moody got yeah. in his face and is yeah. like. Moody got in his face and gave him the wonky eye. And he was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking blew his mustache off or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, Mrs. Weasley's like, we promise you'll be able to come over as soon as you can. Who the fuck knows what that means? Because we all know how crazy shit gets. And like Harry's just overcome with, I don't know, joy because all of these people just showed up for him. I Um, feel like Harry was like, Harry's like, fuck, you know, when Sirius died, he was like, fuck, now I lost my family. Yeah. He's like, I have nothing. And then these people show up to remind him Him. that like, Like, you are not alone. Yeah. You're not alone. You're never going to be alone. We're always your, your people. And so he just uh, waves goodbye and they head off into summer and now, now we're done with book five. Do you have any predictions? Any thoughts about what's going to happen next? Uh, next book is the Half Blood Prince. Yes. So we'll uh, be doing that. At a, uh, we'll let you know when it's going to come back. We're doing a bit of a palate cleanser break where we'll be doing some other fun things in between. We're doing. We're going to have a guest uh, guest co-host. Samantha Hale is going to come on. We're going to go through a bunch of the Halloween franchise for October. We're also jumping on The Bachelorette for a season to learn about that because neither of us have watched it. We will be doing a Book Was Better episode. By the time this airs, we will have already done the watch party with our patrons. But if you want to be part of the next watch party, yeah, patreon.com slash two filthy nerds. Mm-hmm. We're going to do one for book six, book seven, and we're going to have a lot more watch parties for patrons as we start covering, covering more nerdy movies. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. So many movies to watch. Any thoughts about what the impending future? What's, what's going to happen? Yeah, um, I still think Snape's going to go bad. Okay. Um, I'm curious. I'm so excited to see all the new characters that get introduced in the next book. Um, Do you think anyone else will die? Yeah, I just don't know who. I have to think about it. Um, but serious dying was really sad for me. Yeah. Yes, I knew it was going to happen. 
I mean, it was really like, I don't know. I was like, I kind of wanted him to have like a death scene where it was like he was dying in Harry's arms kind of thing. Oh yeah. Cause you had said you thought he was going to be directly like, yeah. say, like, like he was like, he was going to like jump, yeah, secret service line of fire. I mean, he was there to save Harry. Yeah. But it wasn't quite what you imagined. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, Sirius Black is truly one of the most like beloved characters I've ever read in anything. I like, wonder if like, that's like, objectively all hot, true. All hot daddy, all hot God daddy aside. Like, I just like, I loved him. Like I loved how he loved Harry. Yeah. I loved their relationship so much. It was such a special relationship. But now when the whole order showed up for him at the end, that's that I get that warm, fuzzy feeling as well. Like, it's just, I still love Lupin is like fucking amazing to me. If, if Lupin fucking dies, that's it. I am <laughs> moving to Canada. Are you? Yeah. Well, only time will tell if anyone else dies. If you could have, okay, I guess we've kind of cleared up who would be the, I want to know who would be the worst person for you to have die of, of everyone who's left that you know, and then who would you love to see die? Um, I would love to see, uh, hmm. And nobody fucking reply to this with any goddamn spoilers. I would like to see. I will block you. Uh, who do I want to die? You could pick anyone in the entire franchise. Who should die? Well, I hope Bellatrix dies, but I really want um, Lucius Malfoy. Lucius Malfoy. Okay. I want Lucius Malfoy to die. Yeah. And who would be the hardest death for you? At this point, Lupin. Lupin? Yeah. If Lupin dies, I'll, I'll fucking... I'm not going to be good. Oh, God. She's not going to be good. Well... You may not have to worry about it. Only time will tell. And that's it, you guys. That's it. We have closed out the Order of the Phoenix. If you haven't hit the subscribe button, please subscribe. Give us a rating. Give us a review. Share us with your friends. Tell your Harry Potter friends to binge from the beginning. And get excited for some Halloween-themed palate cleansers coming up. We're going to have fun. And uh, we love you guys. Stay safe and uh, check your candy for razors. And go to the rich houses so you can get full bars of chocolate. Yeah. This was all last episode, but also... Call back. Smother Smart. your grandma if she's suffering. Mm-hmm. Or kill if you're her. suffering listening to her. Ugh. Just kill yourself. Everybody, let's go. We're going to die. <laughs> all right. Suicide pack. Goodbye. Bye. This has been a Two Filthy Nerds production. <laughs>